0: section eleven of phaedrus by plato translated by benjamin Jowett. this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by martin Geeson. section eleven <coughs> leave the unimportant and let us bring the really important question into the light of day which is, what power has this art of rhetoric, and when? A very great power in public meetings. It has. But I should like to know whether you have the same feeling as I have about the rhetoricians. To me, there seem to be a great many holes in their web. Give an example. I will suppose a person to come to your friend eryximachus or to his father acumenus and to say to him i know how to apply drugs which shall have either a heating or a cooling effect and i can give a vomit and also a purge and all that sort of thing and knowing all this as i do i claim to be a physician and to make physicians by imparting this knowledge to others what do you suppose that they would say Hmm. they would be sure to ask him whether he knew to whom he would give his medicines and when and how much and suppose that he were to reply no i know nothing of all that i expect the patient who consults me to be able to do these things for himself they would say in reply that he is a madman or a pedant who fancies that he is a physician because he has read something in a book or has stumbled on a prescription or two although he has no real understanding of the art of medicine and suppose a person were to come to sophocles or euripides and say that he knows how to make a very long speech about a small matter and a short speech about a great matter and also a sorrowful speech or a terrible or threatening speech or any other kind of speech, and in teaching this, fancies that he is teaching the art of tragedy. They too would surely laugh at him if he fancies that tragedy is anything but the arranging of these elements, in a manner which will be suitable to one another, and to the whole but i do not suppose that they would be rude or abusive to him would they not treat him as a musician a man who thinks that he is a harmonist because he knows how to pitch the highest and lowest note happening to meet such an one he would not say to him savagely fool you are mad but like a musician in a gentle and harmonious tone of voice he would answer my good friend he who would be a harmonist must certainly know this and yet he may understand nothing of harmony if he has not got beyond your stage of knowledge for you only know the preliminaries of harmony and not harmony itself very true and will not sophocles say to the display of the would-be tragedian that this is not tragedy but the preliminaries of tragedy and will not acumenus say the same of medicine to the would-be physician quite true and if adrastus the mellifluous or pericles heard of these wonderful arts drachylogies and iconologies and all the hard names which we have been endeavouring to draw into the light of day what would they say instead of losing temper and applying uncomplimentary epithets as you and i have been doing to the authors of such an imaginary art their superior wisdom would rather censure us as well as them have a little patience Phaedrus and socrates they would say you should not be in such a passion with those who from some want of dialectical skill are unable to define the nature of rhetoric and consequently suppose that they have found the art in the preliminary conditions of it and when these have been taught by them to others fancy that the whole art of rhetoric has been taught by them, but as to using the several instruments of the art effectively, or making the composition a whole. An application of it such as this is, they regard as an easy thing which their disciples may make for themselves. I quite admit, Socrates, that the art of rhetoric which these men teach, and of which they write, is such as you describe. There I agree with you, but I still want to know where and how the true art of rhetoric and persuasion is to be acquired the perfection which is required of the finished orator is or rather must be like the perfection of anything else partly given by nature but may also be assisted by art if you have the natural power and add to it knowledge and practice you will be a distinguished speaker If you fall short in either of these, you will be to that extent defective. But the art, as far as there is an art of rhetoric, does not lie in the direction of Lysias or Thrasymachus. In what direction, then? I conceive Pericles to have been the most accomplished of rhetoricians. What of that? All the great arts require discussion, and high speculation about the truths of nature. Hence come loftiness of thought, and completeness of execution. And this, as I conceive, was the quality which, in addition to his natural gifts, Pericles acquired from his intercourse with Anaxagoras, whom he happened to know. He was thus imbued with the higher philosophy, and attained the knowledge of mind, and the negative of mind, which were favourite themes of Anaxagoras, and applied what suited his purpose to the art of speaking. Explain, Rhetoric is like medicine. How so? why because medicine has to define the nature of the body and rhetoric of the soul if we would proceed not empirically but scientifically in the one case to impart health and strength by giving medicine and food in the other, to implant the conviction or virtue which you desire, by the right application of words and training. There, Socrates, I suspect that you are right, and do you think that you can know the nature of the soul intelligently, without knowing the nature of the whole? hippocrates the asclepiad says that the nature even of the body can only be understood as a whole yes friend and he was right still we ought not to be content with the name of hippocrates but to examine and see whether his argument agrees with his conception of nature i agree then consider what truth as well as hippocrates says about this or about any other nature ought we not to consider first whether that which we wish to learn and to teach is a simple or multiform thing and if simple then to inquire what power it has of acting or being acted upon in relation to other things and if multiform then to number the forms and see first in the case of one of them, and then in the case of all of them, what is that power of acting, or being acted upon, which makes each and all of them to be what they are. You may very likely be right, Socrates. (laughs) The method which proceeds without analysis is like the groping of a blind man yet surely he who is an artist ought not to admit of a comparison with the blind or deaf the rhetorician who teaches his pupil to speak scientifically will particularly set forth the nature of that being to which he addresses his speeches and this i conceive to be the soul certainly his whole effort is directed to the soul, for in that he seeks to produce conviction. Yes, then clearly Thrasymachus, or any one else who teaches rhetoric in earnest, will give an exact description of the nature of the soul, which will enable us to see whether she be single and same, or like the body, multiform that is what we should call showing the nature of the soul exactly he will explain secondly the mode in which she acts or is acted upon True. thirdly having classified men and speeches and their kinds and affections and adapted them to one another He will tell the reasons of his arrangement, and show why one soul is persuaded by a particular form of argument, and another not. You have hit upon a very good way. (coughs) Yes, that is, the true and only way, in which any subject can be set forth or treated by the rules of art, whether in speaking or writing but the writers of the present day at whose feet you have sat craftily conceal the nature of the soul which they know quite well nor until they adopt our method of reading and writing can we admit that they write by rules of art Hmm. what is our method i cannot give you the exact details but i should like to tell you generally as far as is in my power how a man ought to proceed according to rules of art let me hear end of section 11 recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey